small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Hey, I'm Murray Valeriano. And Murray, we are in the same room together. I am so excited. I could cry. I, I, I actually might. And we're not we're not uh, socially distanced by six feet either. We, we are, are kissing. We're right on top of each other. <laughs> we're, uh, we're having sex. We're at the old table. Uh, we're having sex on the old table. We got the board going. We're recording this. Again, thank you to Kingsley Dwyer and Lisa Solak for uh, their un, uh, un what I was going to say unwarranted un, um, unexpected donations oh. to help me uh, get the board back up and running. I oh. totally appreciate that. So I'm familiar with Lisa Solak, who I think is fantastic. I'm not familiar with the other gentleman. Kingsley but Dwyer, Kingsley, is thank you, sir. Fantastic. He's uh, I believe he lives in Australia. Kingsley, mm. if I'm wrong, punch me in the face. And um, he's just uh, I always interact with him. He's a great guy. Oh, and, awesome. Uh, he. He heard me say the board was uh, on the fritz, and he just uh, volunteered. Can I send some money? I said, not necessary, and he did anyway. Oh, that's great. Uh, look at you two. That's awesome. And he did anyway after I gave him my PayPal. So, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I probably. I think Francis. I said, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I said, that's unnecessary, but maybe if you want to. I mean, I'm not going to stop you from my PayPal. <laughs> so uh, that was cool. Excellent. So, uh, so yeah, we're giving the board a whirl, and uh, I recorded last night through Zoom with Steve-O and Siegel and uh and kyle and you're gonna hear that two weeks from this episode and so when you hear that the audio is not super great it's because of the zoom but this episode's gonna sing oh sing, no baby. i'm excited it's been a while since i've been to the rock room sing baby sing do you think uh do you th- you know musical guests go over to um mark Marin's garage do you think uh-huh. they'll come here and come up to this room does it look unprofessional? It doesn't look No, it looks great. It looks, I mean, it's, it, my kid loved it. it I mean, <laughs> it, it, it looks like, uh, it looks like a place I've always recorded this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see it's who It's better than over. a garage in Echo Park. Isn't that where Marin does <laughs> it? Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock or something? Yeah, yeah. Certainly more convenient maybe to get here. If I mean, they could get up those stairs, I mean, do some true. sort of belay system, any kind of mountain, I any am, kind uh, of mountain. I'm that's not going to have Mama Cass as a guest. We'll just get someone uh, I think we all spry. Know why. I think we all know why. No. Really? Because I was going to put out a platter, meat platter? <laughs> oh, jeez. Make on. your own sandwich? Come on. Don't, um, don't speak ill of the dead. What was that? She's dead? Oh, my God. You didn't hear? <laughs> uh, uh, so Murray asked me if we could throw together a, a quick episode to promote his new game show called For What It's Worth. Yes, thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate it. And I said, I don't think I have time to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he said, uh, I said, yeah, sure. And uh, I said, we will just play songs that have the word game in the title. And I looked it up on my iTunes. I had like 250 of them. I had like 11. <laughs> But you only needed 10. <coughs> I know, but you're like, oh my God, I've, I've got 250. I'm like, sweet. I put in game in my iTunes and like 11 came up. Well, maybe I have more songs in my iTunes. Let me see how many songs. I did iTunes. notice for some reason, a lot of my songs aren't in my iTunes and I don't know how that happened. Let me see how many songs I currently have in my iTunes. I have 80,737. See, I have 11. <laughs> well, the, luckily they all have the word game. I know, what a weird, what a strange coincidence, but... So Murray, yes, sir. Tell us about this game show. It's professionally produced. Wow. You, you got lighting, let's, you got sound, let's. you got editing. <laughs> let's, I mean, it's go easy on the. Uh, uh, all right, here's the here's the background on it. Right. I, I I retired my Road Stories podcast at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, it just ran its course. Eleven years, 
same amount of songs I have so, in my iTunes. So we're not promoting that anymore. We're now promoting for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go back and listen to iTunes, it's, uh, listen to Road Stories. It's still up there. It'll be there forever. It'll be there forever. And uh, so I just it took me a year to find something I want to do. Is anybody you know, anybody into podcasting or self producing stuff? You gotta you gotta love what you do because it's a lot of fucking work. Well, you know, how many people do you read? Like, I'm going to start a podcast. And then they realize two episodes into it. A, nobody's listening. And B, it sounds like shit. Yeah. And so they're just like, well, this is more work than I thought. I'm going to. So I knew I had to be passionate about it. And I tried different things. I tried different ideas. I talked to you about some stuff. I talked to other friends about some stuff. And then finally it clicked. Just doing comedy, music, trivia game show. And, Perfect. Um, and so then the, I overshot it. And I'm like, I'm going to take all my television experience. And put it on Zoom because I'm sick of these half-assed Zoom shows yeah, I see. They're I mean, weak. They're weak. I did a game show where uh, the, one of the contestants, her, her background was her kitchen and her boyfriend was making eggs the whole time we were trying to play the game. And I'm like, all right, I'm avoiding all that. I'm see, avoiding all that. Even this room, when I do a Zoom interview, I have a curtain behind me and I pull it. So it's yeah. behind me. Yeah. It's, it's so simple. And if I want to do green screen, I, I can pull that green screen over. Oh, but, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, but I don't want to show that behind me. No, why would you? A cupboard and a bookshelf? Why would With your toys for a 55-year-old man? It's stupid. <laughs> now, if I was faced that way and you could see that wall or maybe that wall of oh, signed yeah. albums, that might look cool. Yeah, but, but you um, wouldn't be able to do it because of the reflection off the glass. Get all the refle- And then if I use the O-Light, you're going to see that. Yeah, so absolutely. No, it's uh, I've seen You've done my game show. I've seen it. It yeah. looks great. So I just really, I really wanted to up the production value of it. And I took my uh, experience from working in TV and I had a director named Darren Ewing who gave me all this equipment and, and everything and then left and I was a one man band and it was way too much. <laughs> it was way too much for me. So I had to downsize mm-hmm. and uh, I focused on the content and I'm, I'm super thrilled with it. I'm super happy with it. It's fun. It's funny. You guys bring a lot of comedy. It's some hard trivia, some fun, tri- easy, different games. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's trying, not the same game. It's not the same game every week. Um, so I try to come up with different games to play. And let's just go through a little bit of what you did in your, it's your guest house slash office. Yeah, yeah. You painted a wall. Uh, actually, I had uh, uh, material. Oh, that's just material Yeah, that's wall? not paint. It looks like paint. It's, yeah. it's great. It's great. It's, uh, yeah, I, had, I have a Murphy bed mm-hmm. there, or a Murray bed, I like to call it. Well, and uh, When you're on the outs with the wife. Yeah. <laughs> I... Now there's a little fridge in there. I'm, I'm thinking she's moving me in there without me really realizing it at this hey, point. Hey, honey, I got you a hot plate for your birthday. <laughs> well, I don't need that. I can come to the kitchen or you could use the hot oh, plate. Yeah, here's an alarm clock. Here's a microwave. Um, yeah, so uh, I just I had uh, a guy kind of build it in so it just slides right in. Yeah. And then I can take it out if my parents come visit or somebody needs that Murphy, but I can take it out. So I, I slid it in. And, and when your parents are visiting, that's a whole different show that you film in that room. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you got track lighting? Did you hang lighting on the ceiling? I don't have track lighting, but I have a ton of lights okay. that, that Darren gave me. Uh, do you wear a lav? I don't. And here's the deal. I, like I've show run a few shows in my day and I've always hired the sound guy. I've always hired the camera guy. I've always hired the lighting guy. Yeah. Having done all that myself, I will never be impatient with a lighting guy or a sound guy. Or It took me a week and a half to figure out why there was a buzz in my lav. Yeah, it's hard. And, and then I realized I can't use a lav. So I fucking took that back to Best Buy or yeah. GarageBand. So it's really been a lot of uh, learning as I go. And then I just, at one point, I just, I talked to my friend Walker Ewell, who you know, yes. who's doing the tech side yep, of it. And I just said, dude, I'm, 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 I'm trying to make Citizen Kane here. This is fucking ridiculous. It's a yeah. music and comedy trivia game show. Let's just fucking do it. And so yeah. that's what I did. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I, I, I assume the production will get better as I do it. 
But now, the production is already great. Now, speaking of sound, I have the air conditioning on in here, and because I know it's on, I can hear it. Should I turn it off while we record? Can you hear it? I can hear it, yeah. I'm going to turn it off. Okay. And I'll turn off my phone that's beeping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're all professionals here. I don't know if we noticed mentioned that earlier or not. <clears throat> I'm coming back to the mic. Well, here's... Here's what I like about podcasting. I would never go in and edit that second, that four seconds out because I want it to feel like someone's just sitting on the couch. Oh, absolutely. And I just did that. Who cares? The f- my first episode, second episode of Road Stories, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. I had Jackie Cation. And in the middle of it, she got up and went and got a, a drink. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's how podcasting's well, going to be. Well, All right. Your guest isn't supposed to call the shots. You are. I know, but but that that was like a, that was like a foreshadowing of yeah. what because I would never do that on morning radio, which is all I knew at the time. Yeah, I yeah. like to. Uh, I just again, I just like it to be as natural as possible. I've talked to several people, and that's what they like about podcasting. They just they like the the realness of it. Yeah. I think I will tell you when I do these interviews, I uh, and I go through and put the music in. I am editing out my ums, and I do this weird thing. Uh, the uh, the Patreon people are seeing the video, so they see me do it. Sure. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's with age or what it is, but like I kind of do this stutter up to the question. Oh, interesting. Like, I never noticed. Well, it's... I'll start I, listening. Well, because it's it's really when I do these interviews, like it'll be, how can I explain it? I'll, like if I want to ask you, I don't know what kind of coffee you're drinking. I'm like, uh, it looks like you're, it looks like, it looks like you're drinking a coffee. Oh, Like okay. it's very weird. So I, I trim that out. Sure, because sure. it just... It sounds, I don't know. You know what I do? It sounds like I'm a mental patient. I go, sure, sure. All the time. Somebody pointed that out to me the other day. You mm-hmm. go, sure, sure. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and really quickly, I stopped, like, if they were just talking, like, if I asked a question, they were talking. Uh, early on, I found myself going, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to do that. Mm. Just listen. Right. I don't need- he knows I'm listening. I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so, sense. So I would have to take those out too, but. Uh, did you ever, did you ever do morning radio and stand up? You must no. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh. I thought you meant morning radio as a job. No, I love doing morning radio. I, I still do it. Like I ask, I, I ask. Love it. I would love it. I'm yeah, a, comics hate it, but I love radio. I love doing it. And I ask them if I can hang out and play music with them and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, but there are so many times. Go to the prize closet. Is that still a thing? Oh, I haven't been to a prize closet in a while. Oh my god, I used to. I remember going to a prize closet and they had the new Mick Jagger album, Wandering Spirit, but it wasn't coming out for like three weeks. And I'm like, oh. Can I take this? They go, take whatever you want. I go, but this. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, they already told you you could. Shut up. Don't say anything. Um, yeah. So what I was, you gonna, what I was you gonna, gonna say the attentiveness in those morning radio shows can sometimes be not there. Yeah. So yeah. But when a new guy comes in, like they they might be bored with it. They might be bored with their team. So when if a comedian comes in and he's fun, they kind of perk up. It kind of adds some energy to them. True, but there are times when I've literally been like, so Murray is going to be at the funny bone tonight. I, I hear you're a dad. And then he gets up and walks away and goes to get the next CD. And then I'm like, I have to start doing dad material to nobody. Wow. And you know, it's stuff like that. So that's I, the thing you can't do your material on the radio show because but, people are going to come see it that night. Well, that's just it. And it's so staged. Yeah. I always tell, they're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, let's just talk. I'll be funny. Just, let's just, yeah, just let's talk. just talk. Like, we'll moment. have a good time. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be funny. If not, it'll be interesting. Do you hear my, my son uh, came with us today and he's in the other he's room. He's in the other room. Can you hear him? I thought I did hear something. Okay. He does not. He, he likes to talk to himself. He'll talk out loud. Okay, that's and fine. And and stuff like that. We gave him the rundown. We gave him food. We uh, we certainly chained him to the chair. <laughs> Absolutely. Pat right. was so nice. He, he had uh, an apple juice and chips and salsa and guacamole for Frank. I thought it was so nice. And I always ask 
this is this was a pet peeve of mine when the kids were little. I always asked the parent beforehand, "Hey, is Frank can Frank have this?" You know, and because I hated when we would go somewhere and someone would go, "Hey, can your kid have a cookie?" Well, they can now. You just <laughs> said it in front of them, or because we don't drink soda in our house, right? What if I said, "Oh, here's a Coke"? What? Well, I've I've had people give my kid soda. Oh, that's uh, no, <laughs> no, like, thank nope. you. Out. My no. kids still don't drink soda. They really do not. I haven't drank soda in over twenty years. Yeah, that's it's it. That's kind of my Achilles heel. But I haven't uh, have I had one. I, I've been off it for about ten days now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but it, um, it's hard. I love it. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's good. I've been I've been off alcohol for over, for a year and a half. Oh, you puss! I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you want to do? Do you want to tell us anything else about the show? I know you brought some questions, or do you want to save those for after we play some songs? Uh, let's play some songs. Let's get some music here, so people tuned into. All right. So we're playing songs with the word game in the title, mm-hmm. and we both got our lists of ten, and we got a playout song. And Murray, you're going to go first. What's your first tune? Uh, I just this was the first one that popped into my mind, and I believe you gave me how many albums does Alan Parsons Project have? Three? Uh, no, no, no. He's got like maybe. 10 to 12 oh, Jesus, albums. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then why'd you this, only give me three? This is the first song that popped <laughs> into my head too. Oh, and, really? Uh, and when you had it, I took it off my list. Of course, of course. And this is, of course, Games People Play. It's a great tune. If it plays. Ooh. Sounded so good. I could hear the whole song. Don't bore us. Get us to the chorus. Man, that right? sounds Come so on. good. That is so great. I bet a lot of people thought, Alan Parsons. And then you hear that song, you're like, oh, I'm going to go buy some Alan Parsons music <laughs> it's in really 2021. Good. It's really good. And it sounds great in these headphones. So what happened was I bought this uh, five disc box set for like 20 bucks. It had five of his albums remastered with bonus tracks. And I told Michael Bagford, I go, hey, I just bought this one. Send. He's like, yeah. And then he bought a couple. He's like, I bought these and he sent me those. I'm like, I just bought two more. And I said, <laughs> so yeah, by the end of the week, we had every single album remastered bonus awesome. tracks and that's how it goes. And I've been doing that file sharing with Dave Festini and Joe Reynolds and, uh, and Bagford like all year. Like oh, we yeah. have so, and I sent you like all those REM albums. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I bought a couple of them and then, uh, and then West Anthony sent me a bunch of them and then I just sent them all to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, just keep me away from yeah. West Anthony. That's that's really the point of all that. <laughs> all right, what's my first tune? Oh, we're gonna go to some eighties. Uh, I don't. I was gonna say eighties cheese, but I like it. We saw this band. We drove the whole way out to the desert, and they wouldn't sign out autographs. <laughs> there was only four of us. Only four of us, and I think we were the only dudes. And the rest were women. They what wouldn't do, even come over for the girls. What? Are you, you, oh, 
man, you got four fans sticking around. You might want to keep those four fans, right? Like Go when do you become sign something. when do you become that jaded where you won't like? I would think that I would do that all the time. Absolutely, I would love it. <laughs> Absolutely. You go, yeah, if you're on a, if you're on a space show and you get to, and it ends and the acting dries up, but you can go to a convention on the weekend and sit at a table. Like some people go, it's just so sad. I'm like, really? Cause there's a line of people that want, that love you. Oh yeah. Just so sad. go talk to Tom Kinney from SpongeBob and see how sad his bank account is yeah. from signing those. Exactly. Signing those things at Comic-Con. Holy crap. So here's the guys that wouldn't sign. It's Hall and Oates from the album H2O. This is Guessing Games. Guessing games. When I met you, I should have been warned. Ooh, I could see you change from day to day. But you kept me guessing, playing for fun. What do you do? Ooh, what would you say? The strange moves tell us So good. So good. By the way, I'm looking at my playlist and uh, it's uh, it's definitely all classic today. <laughs> they, they have the word game in the title, but it's all classic. So good. Aren't Nothing they the new. most successful duo of all time? They are. That's crazy. They are. It's crazy. They're so good too, man. Yeah, they're supposed to be recording a new album right now. H2O, does that stand for Hall to Oats? Um, H2O. Well, they're all sweaty on the cover because I think they just banged. Sarah? <laughs> Oh, each why, other. She, why she got to, oh, wow. each other. Oh, all right. They're looking at each other, staring at each other. Mm-hmm. I like to turn the album cover uh, on its side and it looks like uh, Hall's on, on top of Oats. <laughs> well, that's if it's going to happen, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you think Oats is the bottom? Oh, absolutely. I think I think Hall's a little more feminine. With that mustache, Oats is, uh, he's rugged. He's the uh, man. It's not about feminine versus masculine. What's it's it about? A, tall a, versus short? It's about, you know, who, who wears the pants in that band? H2O. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. No more mustache rides, though. No. No. Nope. Oh, that's a shame. What do you got? What's your next oh, tune? It's terrible. <laughs> I'm okay with it. All right, fine. Um, this is the second one I thought of um, from the great John Lennon. So, this is so you're a good dad and you're going to play a song from a bad dad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm sure I got my problems. He was my, nice to Sean. Well, I'd like to think he made up with Julian. Hmm. I hope Julian has a lot of money. Yeah, I think so. I hope he does. All right. Anyway. I hope Yoko's not sitting on that billion dollars and not passing it Dude, around. All right. I really don't have anything against Yoko. If you fall in love with somebody, God bless you. You know what I mean? If you're lucky enough. But they released a clip of Get Back from the new Let It Be that- uh, Oh my God. She's Jack, just like sitting in right the in the middle. middle of the fucking studio between Paul and John. It would literally be like if you brought Mary today- and she just sat, not even on the couch, like no, sat right here right at the table. Th- and on the floor, not on even floor. like a chair or nothing. It's such a, like, I would be like, what, come on, man, what is going on? I've always said Yoko didn't break up the Beatles. You know, everything mm-hmm. broke up, the, everything. I think Tom yeah, Hanks yeah, yeah. has a good quote. Uh, money broke up the Beatles. Ego yeah, broke up the Beatles. Yeah, Yoko was, didn't break up. It was time. After but, seeing that, oh, she had a part in it. Didn't help. Didn't help. Didn't help. And I look, 
he Paul loved Linda as much, if not more. Yeah, but Linda's not sitting right there. I understand that. That's what I'm. That's my point. Now Linda might have been there taking pictures because she was a photographer, sure. but she wasn't sitting right in the middle of everything. I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I pointed that out to Pilar too. I'm like, see Yoko? She's like, no. I go right there on the floor. Then they cut to another clip. See Yoko? No, she's right there on his shoulder. See Yoko? She's up in the. She's popping out of the chimney. She's like everywhere. I know. I know. I know. She, was she on the roof when they played? She had to have. She been. had to have been. She had to have been. But they blocked out Billy Preston on that, so they must have blocked her out, too. They, well, they probably won't in this new remastered version. I'm mm. excited to see it. Uh, what's his name, Jackson? Peter Jackson doing it? Peter Jackson. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. great. All right. So you anyway, got- Anyway, from the bad dad and the wife beater, John Lennon. <laughs> Who did he beat? I thought he was a wife beater also. I don't know. Come on. It's a great song. It just, it's so it's fantastic. Great. It's so great. I don't like the albums that much, but I do like the, the well-known songs. He does have a couple uh hard to listen to stuff uh, things. Were we, were you in the Zoom room at poker when we were talking about your game show and how I felt that we ruined the first uh, recording? Were you there then? Uh, I don't remember if I was in the Zoom room, but I was in the actual recording that you ruined. <laughs> yeah, I had a, uh, this was this week after you might, I think it was after you left oh, okay. the Zoom room. I think it was just me, Siegel, Schmitty, and Chip. And they were asking, oh, what's Murray's game show like? And we were telling them, and, and Chip said, you guys were on it. And I was like, yeah, I go, but we ruined the first taping that we did. And Schmitty didn't think we ruined it. Oh, really? He's like, no, dude, we were funny. We were blah, blah, blah. And I have like a mini argument with Mike. Oh. I go, Mike, we were, yeah, we were funny, but we were talking over each other. I go, and then I go, you have to keep the gameplay in when you edit. So what are you going to lose? You're going to lose the funny. And if guys are talking over each other, it's impossible to edit it. Mm -hmm. But he, uh, he felt that we were great and we didn't ruin it. And I'm 100% honest when I say we ruined that first one. That's why I called you immediately and said, yeah, I'll do that one over whenever you want to do it. Well, it just wasn't you guys either. It was, you know, like I said, I had that giant setup and the, mm -hmm. the, the guy who, who wasn't my friend, Darren, who gave me all the equipment, mm -hmm. the director, it was another a director who came over. He wanted to, he showed up hungover <laughs> and 20 minutes late yeah. and lit it poorly. And so the whole thing was just, right. and then, yeah, it would, well, when you get in those zoom rooms and we're used to it in podcasting, we're used to just blah, 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 all over each yeah. other but this is a structure in it and i never want to be the guy who's like okay comics yeah because tone, tone it down because then you just get straight play and it's right. fun but it's not funny if we were doing this in a live setting at the ucb you can talk over each other you can do whatever you want absolutely and there's also a disconnection on zoom yes so and when you're talking over each other and i i've been in and out of zoom trying to get the best sound out of it and everything it's just it's always going to be the the voice will dominate yeah. other people will get buried and and to be honest with you, and I love Schmitty, and uh, he's coming back on the show again, but yep. 
during, you know, my friend Kira was helping me out on that test episode. It's what I'm calling the one you ruined. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just yelling, go, go bordello over the introduction to Kira. And I can't get rid of it. And no, so, you know, so there is a little bit of a a, a discipline in that, but you, I don't ever want to stifle my comics. You know what I mean? You have to pick your spots. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and pay attention and you have to watch and focus. And that's not what we did the first time (laughs) on the test show. Well, I'll just say I walked in and said, hey, I'm Murray Valerian. And then you mocked me for five minutes with what I was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. See, we did, ev- we <laughs> did everything love- wrong. We did everything wrong. But that's the thing. It, we were respectful. We, do, that's we were we, not respectful. That's why we do test episodes. All right. And I loved it. And you I'm, guys are hilarious. So. Well, thank you. It's the reason I ask. I've, I've got all great comics on the show so far. Uh, and, yeah. And it's amazing. And, uh, and everyone wants to do stuff. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't had any no's. And I'm reaching out to musicians now also. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play a song then maybe we'll get to one of those questions. Okay, sure. This is from 1989, Todd Rundgren. The album's Nearly Human. And I don't know if you know this song or not. I think you'll like it if you don't I'm know I'm not it. as uh, up on my Todd Rundgren as you are. This is called The Waiting Game. I hope you like it. I, there it is. Is it playing? I don't hear anything. It's supposed to be playing. It says it's playing. It's not coming. I through. don't edit this out either. Oh, here we go. He sounds a little like Daryl Hall there. Yeah, he kind of does. Well, I mean, he produced Daryl Hall and John Oates early on. I, I think was going to second ask, or third album. What didn't he produce? Jesus. I know. I should get him on the podcast. He does podcasts. Have I don't you, think. Have you not asked him? I have not asked. That's crazy. I would think you would have asked him. Yeah, I, I've asked for free tickets and stuff in the past, but I haven't asked him. I hmm. should. I should before he starts getting out on the road again. I always like the in story. Twenty twenty two. I always like the story of XDC when the record company was like, uh, "Yeah, guys, we need a hit." So you're going to use one of these producers and gave him a list of like 50 producers. And Andy Partridge was like, oh, Todd Rundgren. I've heard of him. We'll use him. <laughs> like didn't know anything. It's like the only name he recognized. And that's the album that everyone cites that's as their the, best that's album. That's the one that they only charted with, I think, in the States. Yeah. Skylarking. Yeah. It's the one I own. It's great. I love it. I it do. is I a good it album. And everyone who works with Rundgren usually has success. Yeah. Bad, he- bad Finger. Uh, Grand Funk Railroad. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Is, is he, a, what's his personality? Is he a hard to work with? I know him and Andy Partridge butted heads, but they, but Andy Partridge has got an ego also. So when, uh, well, there's a book that Paul Myers wrote about, uh, him as a producer. Mm-hmm. I know when Cheap Trick worked with him, they would start at noon and they would be done by six. Okay. And one day he goes, Hey, I'm writing a song for you guys. So just hang tight. So like he, they said, they just watched the news and TV all day. And he would like walk through the room and go, got the chorus, come oh, back. Interesting. Got the first verse, come back. Okay, we're done. You guys, let's go up. Let's go do it. Oh, so, right. was it a song I would know? Um, it's Probably not, a, it, not. It's not a song you would know. Okay. Do you want to hear the song since we're talking yeah, about it? Would it be fair to play it? Does it have game in the title? 
It doesn't. Mm, it doesn't. Not interested. Let me look it up. How quickly can I find it? I don't know. I'll tell my Todd Rundgren story, which I've told a thousand times on here. I went to, <laughs> oh. I went to see him and Joe Jackson at the Wiltern. <laughs> and uh, Joe Jackson was on piano and was fantastic. Just Joe Jackson on a piano. He opened with Stepping Out. So you got it. You know, if you're going to open with your biggest song, you got balls. Right. And then Todd Rundgren came out, was okay. And then he was terrible when he played uh, Bang the Drum on the ukulele. <laughs> That's not good. It was not good. All right. Here's the song. It's called Heaven's Falling. a solid song for run, running through the tv room <laughs> I, I i didn't like the verse i like the i like the music i didn't like the verse but then i like the chorus uh but that's that's fine mm-hmm. it sounds it very much sounds like uh utopia yeah i was gonna say with the hand claps at the beginning and the uh and the it doesn't guitar. have that when i think a cheap cheap trick i think of like a gritty gritty guitar yeah and, yeah and it's kind of missing that this the album that he produced for him is a very uh very sparse production Hmm. It's it, but I love it. But because okay. it was so different, but I, I really do love it. There's probably like one song I don't like. There's 16 songs on it. Oh, that's so, a lot. I know. Hmm. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the album had 12, the cassette had 14, hmm. and then the CD had 16. Hmm. So that's what they did. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. Is it question time? Sure, or song sure. Time? All right. Every episode has three uh, three games. Okay. The first one is the rock wall. Mm-hmm. The second one is the mashup. Mm-hmm. And the mashup has different games in it for each episode. And the last one is the jam, and that has different games in it. But the anchor is the rock wall. Okay. In every episode. And so you get a list of categories that are shuffled and assigned to you randomly. So I will give you a category. You're here. shuffling the cards in I'm your hand as if you're here. really playing it. Uh huh. Marie's well, got cards that have. Uh, that actually have uh, the logo on the back and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we have, have these been used already for shows you take? Uh, they have. That's why they're okay. on. The, <laughs> that's why they're on here. But I don't know which one you had. All right. So um, every player starts off with twenty five points. They get a twenty five point advance. So okay. you can wager. You know what I'm going to have you do after we do before you leave? I'm going to have you sign those cards. Okay. And the next giveaway I do, I'm going to throw one in All with, right. with each one of the prizes. Absolutely. All right. You cool. See how horrible my handwriting is. Yeah, and I would <laughs> sign. I would sign this side. 
I'd sign that side. Okay, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, cool. okay, All right, we'll just go with mother and child reunion. Mother and child reunion. Uh, Paul Simon for 100. All right, mother and child reunion. We can't have 100 points. Okay. We only get 25. But you can wager one to five in the game. Okay. All right, mother and child reunion. When do I wager? Before, before. or after? Yeah, after, right now. I don't even know what that category means, but I'm going to I'm going to be conservative. That's the fun part of it. Three points. I'm going to bet three. three points. A mother and child reunion. After spending time at Rikers Island for allegedly killing his girlfriend, Sid Vicious celebrated making bail by overdosing on heroin. Who discovered his body? Oh, his mother. A mother and child reunion. There you go. Ooh. Nice. That's three points for Pat One, Francis. Two. Now. I already started with five, right? So now I have eight points. You started with 25. Now you have 28. Oh, I have 28. Can't write it down. Are you keeping that score? I am. Okay. All right. Very That's rudimentary. Right. <laughs> yeah. So some of the uh, the categories are misleading. Oh, I was some ready to keep going. Oh, you want no, 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 right, no, no, no. We'll wait. We'll okay. wait. Okay. What's your next tune? Um, hold on. All disheveled over here. I got questions. I got blah, blah, blah. Uh, let me bring up my file here. Uh, oh, I played this before. I love this song. Um, I love this song. It's by Jackson C. Frank. It's Blues Run the Game. I played it on a best of. And this is from 1965, but this is the 2001 remastered version. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. Jackson send C. Frank. whiskey, baby. Send out for gin. Me and room service, honey. Me and room service, babe Me and room service Well, we're living a life of sin When I'm not drinking, baby You are on my mind When I'm not sleeping, honey when I ain't sleeping, mama, when I'm not sleeping, you know you'll find me crying. And if you think that song is sad, you should look into the story of Jackson C. Frank. It's horribly painful and sad of mental illness, oh, uh, emotional scars from childhood, ended up dying penniless in the 80s. Paul Simon produced that, I believe. I wonder if that whole album's good. Have you heard the whole I album? I have not heard the whole album. I have not heard the whole album. By the way, yesterday we recorded, our episode was Gems from Dirtbags, which are good songs from people who are bad people. Hmm. And at one point- Mind Games by John Lennon. And at one point, <laughs> I said, I, I, I was, uh, I was um, uh, what do I want to say, ramping up for my the track I was going to uh -huh. play, and I wouldn't give the guy's name. And Steve-O said, uh, is it Murray Valariano? <laughs> And that's exactly what I had stay at home dad queued up and I played the clip of you stand up oh, stay at home dad. So we just started to laugh because we're like, yes, that's exactly. Oh. And Steve was like, I ruined your joke. I go, no, I think you made it, it funnier because you, yeah, yeah. you guessed that. That's which is hilarious. Ridiculous. That is so funny. But uh, I told people not to go buy it. Is there only, <laughs> oh, is there only nine tracks? Because on iTunes, there's only nine tracks. Um, I don't know. I have to take a look. I think there, I thought your album has more than that. It might. I mean, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Here's a Let 19, me see if I can find it. Oh, here's four copies. 1977. Here's a little ABBA. This is the name of the game.
question now. I'm looking at the iTunes store now, and it, it says 22 items. But I, I swear yesterday when I looked, it only showed me nine tracks. And I was like, that can't be right. <clears throat> Somebody... Uh, it's a short set. Yeah, a listener emailed me about my podcast on iTunes and said there's only 50 available on iTunes. And I have uh, over 300 episodes, I think. Hmm. wonder so, what the deal I is. I, well, you know, they don't care about iTunes anymore. They all, all they want is Apple Music from Apple. So they're probably just not even paying attention. Do you, um, do you have, like, do you have every podcast episode, like, on a hard drive somewhere? Like, if for some reason they just disappeared mm, on the internet, would you have them? I wouldn't have all of them. I think I have a bunch. Four or five. I was talking to uh, Mario uh, Hartnell the other night about... Um, you know, it, this is morbid, but when you pass, right, um, there'll be this thing that uh, a time capsule, so to speak, that Frank will be able to listen to because he's never heard your show, right? And he'll learn all these things about you. Well, I hope he's learning things about me right now. But you know what I mean? Like you're not <laughs> telling him your comedian stories, and you probably never will. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're right. So that's that. That'll be interesting for him to go back and uh, and listen to those, right? Oh, I guess so. I never really thought about it. Like he'll be able to watch Mary's movies. Sure. Which is so much better than a podcast. <laughs> and then he'll be able to, to uh, listen to you uh, talk about getting drunk and uh, puking in the comedy condo. Right. Right? It's the same thing, right? I'm trying to think if I ever told that story. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's your next is tune? Is it my turn? Yep. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's, a, here's something um, not that classic. It's from the 90s. It's by the Beastie Boys, and it's putting shame in your game. From the album Hello Nasty. Hello Nasty. Probably my favorite Beastie Boys album. When you're caught in a panic and it's rattled your brain, the selfish ways just can't maintain. But these are the breaks when you try to go fake. Don't come with the vibes that you just sat fake. Well, I'm the Benny Hunter chef on the SB12. Drop the fuck out the beats left on the shelf. You be like, Hello Nasty, where You're not a big Beastie Boy fan, right? I don't know why some bands to me just sound like they're not like a real band. Okay. This sounds like a, um, the word's not a, it's not a parody band. They Novelty? Just, Novelty. That's always the word I can never think of. Okay, yeah, they sound like a novelty band to me. I don't know why, and I feel that way sometimes. Uh, the B fifty twos also. Yeah, I mean, I could, I, I could, I could definitely see that. But um, I really like. Them. But I like pe the Hello people Nasty love them. Oh, people yeah. love the Beastie Boys. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. I'm a big Hello Nasty and uh, Ill Communication are my two favorite albums. I think from them. Do they like to party? They used to. You know, it's interesting. Would is, they fight for it? <laughs> they, they, they used. You know, they. Um, that was a joke. That first album was a joke. That first album was they're making fun of party boys and frat boys. Okay. And so then uh, Madonna picked them up and took them on tour. I saw that tour. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, and they have a big inflatable dick on the stage. And yeah, and they used uh, in some of their songs they sampled some cheap tricks songs from Heaven Tonight, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a that's a cheap <laughs> trick." So, um, but no one knew who they were, and right. I mean, I didn't I didn't really pay attention to them much, even when they were performing. I was just like, "All right." 
well, so that took off. Uh, what was it? No, was it ill communication? No, what was it? No, license, license hill. hill. Sorry, like, that took off, and then they realized, oh, all these frat boys we're making fun of are taking us seriously. Yes, yeah, so and, we, and we they got fucking, a pivot. Yeah, and so they fucking dropped off, and they they actually broke up for a bit, I think, yeah. and then came back with Paul's boutique, and it tanked. <laughs> I thought that was a good album. Though. It's I a thought, great album, okay, but but they you know but they left for like three years, so that's a lifetime mm-hmm. in the music business. Yeah, and then they came back with a more serious approach to music, and people are like, we want the party and the big inflatable dick, and. Then they brought themselves back up again. That's good. And then the frat boys like these guys suck. These guys suck. Queers. <laughs> <laughs> now I know I just played Cheap Trick, but I actually have a Cheap Trick song on my playlist. This is produced by George Martin. Oh, interesting. This song is called "Stop This Game." I say it every time. Every time I, I like what I hear. I just don't listen to them a lot. It's okay. <laughs> I just don't listen to them a lot, but I like what I hear. For the audience, I'm still working on getting a member of Cheap Trick on the show soon to talk about the uh, new album. So hang tight. When's the new album supposed to come out? The new album is out. came out April oh, 9th. Okay. But um, they're doing other press and I'm not uh, I'm not at the top of the list, but uh, sure. I have good communication with the PR management guy. And he told me that it would happen. So I just have to is it Ro- Is it Robin? Well, I requested Tom, but Tom had uh, open heart surgery, so I don't know if he's going to be. Did ready. you drop my name? Uh, I don't know. If I could. I, we could say, "Hey, listen, my co-host at OHS just, too, we can buddy." Just talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I hope Tom will feel up to doing it. I mean, did, you you would have felt up to just sitting and talking, right? I did a podcast the day after my surgery while I was in the. There's ICU. no reason then. <laughs> There's no reason. But and then I asked for Robin second, and uh, I don't think that Rick does very good interviews. So oh, really? Oh, interesting. He tries to be funny and jokey, oh, yeah. and I don't think he gives a straight answer, and I don't want that. That's why I really- And you can't really see him juggle his guitar picks like he yeah. likes to do. And I just don't, I just, I mean, I look, I'm not going to turn Rick Nielsen down. Sure. But that's my that's my pecking order. And you know how it goes when people are always trying to be funny and talk all over you and ruin your show. It's terrible. It, you, could, you could literally ruin a production. You could shut down a production. <laughs> um, but I will tell you this, I just booked- um, Literally, he's gonna he's gonna return like a almost a year exactly. Uh, he was my first Zoom interview mm-hmm. during the pandemic, and Dennis DeYoung is coming back to the show. Oh, cool! So he's got uh, Volume Two of his album. I think it's called Twenty Six East. Uh-huh. We talked about Volume One a year ago, and we'll be talking about Volume Two. Oh, so, that's great! Uh, yeah, and because I didn't know what I was doing then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and. Sure. He kind of controlled the show and okay. I kind of just like was going with it. Cause I was, I'm like, are we even recording? I don't know what I'm doing. Right, sure. So, so now I, hopefully it'll be a lot different. Huh. Also when he started doing it, he had his, uh, he had his iPad in his lap. Now when he does it, he's like in his studio with gold albums behind him and keyboards. And he, so he's figured it out too. So hopefully it's going to be Dude, even that's, better. That's the thing that bu- bugged me about this whole zoom revolution. Mm-hmm. Especially for comics who are prof- professionals and they're just, they, 
they, their laptop is pointing up their nose. Like we, we have people, I have people sign on to my show 15 minutes early. So Walker can say, Hey, you know what? Maybe close the refrigerator behind you yeah, and turn ridiculous. off that light and maybe position it. And, and I'm, I'm, I have professionals yeah. on my show. I, and they're still, you're, they're looking up their nose. Mm-hmm. They don't have a, we're a year into this. They don't have a mic with a USB into it. Yeah. And it's, I get the, I got, I got the Olight. This, my laptop is literally, it's up this high mm-hmm. when I do this interview. And I even move my chair down because I want it to look, you know, good. Yeah. I, I mean, want all this double chin stuff happening and all that bullshit. No, you're absolutely. Up your nose. I mean, looking people, this is going to live on the internet for eternity. Yeah. Like, f- show up, show up and, and present yourself. And for them, I'm trying to think for the most part, like it's, it's, it's cool when you turn on, uh, when you turn on the zoom and you see, and like, like Brian Johnson was in his office and you could see gold albums on the wall and stuff. That's cool. Absolutely. There's a, there's a, I don't know how it works, but there's like a rate my room thing now. Yeah. Room Raider. Room Raider or something. Yeah. And so that, you know, that did give you an idea of how, why you should think about your background. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so simple. And again, just putting a, just a solid curtain behind you. It's yeah, so simple. That's all you need. It's so that's simple. exciting about Dennis DeYoung. I hope he doesn't bump uh Susie Quattro's 27th appearance. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like uh does she live next door why is she on all the time she lives in the uk oh really <laughs> she's just uh we have a thing man i can't wait till she comes out here and i can meet her in person oh that's gonna be great hopefully uh hopefully i get to get to hug her she's like a rock and roll grandma i don't know if that's a compliment she's 70 oh she's that old yeah oh wow she looks great for 70 she does she rocks her new album is amazing <laughs> Uh, okay. You play a song and then we'll, uh, then we'll do some more questions. Oh, okay. Um, my next song is, oh, this goes out to M bags. Uh, speaking of M bags, Michael Bagford. Okay. Uh, he sent me Bob Welch solo stuff. I think I sent it to him. Okay. There you go. It all comes around and it's great. It's fantastic. And this is one of the songs off there called future games. And this was originally, uh, he did this with Fleetwood Mac. Oh, really? And then this, so this, and I had the original on my list, but I pulled it when you had the the remake. So. Oh, that's cool. See, I know nothing uh, much about Fleetwood Mac before Lindsay. Well, then I should send you all that stuff. You sent me some. It's great stuff. I, no, I, from what I hear, I love it. Future, and this is great. From 79, this is Bob Welsh's version of his song, Future Games. I did a thing last night You know those future games I Turned off all the lights then the future came You were by my side Can you explain? Oh yeah Real rhyme and reason For those future games You were there last night Oh yeah, I haven't so listened nice, to his right? version in a long time. I like it. What do you like better, the Fleetwood Mac version or his? They're both different, to be honest. Uh, right. They're both equally good. I, I'm more familiar with the Fleetwood Mac version, but it's still him doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. All right, I got 28 points. Let's see what I can do. All right. Um, I'm just going to... Uh, your category is... Backdoor Man. Backdoor Man. I'm nervous. I don't know Speaking what this of could be about. I don't know what this could be. That's very, that's fantastic. He'll love that. I know. He's such a great guy. I love him. He's good. How much of your advance are you willing to wager? One to five points. You know what? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with three points again. Three points. To be conservative. Three points. Backdoor man. In 2004, Johnny Cash's estate turned down a buttload of money when they denied an advertising company use of the song Ring of Fire 
for treatment of what medical condition? <laughs> is it hemorrhoids? It is hemorrhoids. Yes, 30, it is hemorrhoids. I'm at 31 points now. It is hemorrhoids. It is hemorrhoids. That's excellent. That is that's horrible. Fun. That's fun stuff. <laughs> now, you're writing all these questions yourself, or have you... Um, I'm writing everything myself. Because if you ask people to write them, you're going to have to pay them, right? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I asked a couple of friends that we know to write, and it's... I, there's this... I don't know. I guess maybe... Then um, if you don't use them, then they're mad. Yeah, I don't use them. And there's a... There's a... It, there's a... A, tw a twist that goes with these questions. Mm -hmm. There's a left turn in these. Yeah. And, and the, the handful of people I asked to write them were like straight up, like the day the music died, who died in the plane crash? You know? And it's like, yeah, you need, yeah, you, you want gotta that have little a little twist. bit of a twist in it. You gotta have a little bit of fun. And, and if you're not in the groove of that, you, yeah. you, and you don't get it. Now, so. having, having said that, I completely shot myself in the foot because I set the bar kind of high, I think. And so coming up with these, it's, fucking hard and originally i had nine on the rock wall yeah and i cut that down to six because yeah. it was just too long how many questions do you ask per show uh there's six questions in the rock wall okay and then like i said the games vary after that like in the mashup you did covid covid up some lyrics right. so we were coming up with that ourselves yeah you so, were coming yeah yeah so i yeah i, I don't want to say i, I give an opportunity because i have, i'm having a lot of comics for the comics to bring their own comedy yeah. i, I kind of base it off at midnight that uh, old uh, comedy central show that we used to do i loved it i guess my question would be i should have uh, been more uh, specific how many questions do you have to write per show like actually write the question Oh, I use six a show. Six a show. That's it then. Yeah, but then, and then I give you guys something mm -hmm. to bring to the table. You did yes. COVID Up the Lyrics. I did uh, uh, Band Riders mm -hmm. the other day, and Paul Gilmartin did uh, Sammy Hagar, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, I do kind of like a lightning round. And so with you guys, I think I did original birth names of musicians. I think so, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was good. I was good at that one. Yeah, yeah. And I also have done... I did an emojis one where I text people emojis and they guess the band. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, I got a I got a peach and <laughs> that was the first one. Peach and then it was like wind coming out of it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And so stuff like that. We did the lineup for Woodstock and, and a lightning round. So I yeah. really coming up with the coming up with those games is the writing and the trivia and stuff for the rock wall is the most of the writing. The lineup for Woodstock is everyone takes a turn and you name a band that played at Woodstock and then the first person who can't name one is out. And um, we got pretty deep into it. We did. I don't know how much further I could have gone. Though. Siegel went Sweetwater, which I know. Uh, he is only doing that to impress people. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think in that kind of game, you want to get the Who, the Grateful Dead. You want to get all the top ones. Yeah. And you, if you know those deep ones, you keep those to yeah, yourself. Yeah, you keep those to yourself. So when somebody's scrambling, you can, you can go and throw in a, a... Yeah. And then you're like, damn it. Flying Burrito Brothers. I don't know if they played. I don't know either. This next song, I'm surprised you didn't choose. I might have. I, I did a lot of editing. Okay, here's here's my next song from Peter Gabriel. Do you oh, know the song? Yes, of course. Hans plays with Dotty. Dotty plays with Jane. Jane plays with Willie. Willie is happy again. Suki plays with Leo. Sasha plays with Brit. Adolf builds a bonfire. Enrico plays with it. Gotta get to that chorus. Mm -hmm. Whistling to sweet kissing baboons in the jungle. It's a knockout. If looks could kill, they probably will engage. 
tears. Now you saw Peter Gabriel in concert, correct? Yes, yes. Fantastic. I, I hope he tours again because I would really like to see him. Um, Genesis just announced a tour. Yeah, but no West Coast dates yet. I, I'm pretty sure though. I think they're kind of just seeing it. We'll yeah, see, see if, if Phil can actually can, do it. I know. I saw like a picture of the band and Phil Collins is like on two canes and he's he's ancient. He's he's not ancient. He's only seventy. Really? He looks ancient. Because look, when when I think of seventy, that's thirteen years from now for me. You're ancient. I mean. <laughs> I guess you don't know how you're going to age. I mean, yeah. I guess I I could totally fall apart. Well, I mean, he's also been on the road for 40 years. That's Tra- even, traveling uh, first class. It still takes its toll on you, man. I'm sure they partied in the early days. Tell it to Keith Richards. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, isn't that Phil Collins on whistling on that a track? Oh, I don't know. Is it? I think so. I know he plays on that track. He I don't know how to whistle. You, I do really? not No. Is that okay. a whistle? Uh, you can't whistle into a microphone. I'll try again. <laughs> Did I they do whistle. it? No. <laughs> Is that it? No. <laughs> no? Close. One I'm more. blowing up a balloon. <laughs> um, by the way, Paul Gilmartin has such a hate for Sammy Hagar. Oh, really? Like he has like, it's the way like someone would hate like uh, Hitler. He hates him. <laughs> hates him so much thinks he's soulless thinks the music's terrible like can't even grab onto one song like i'm gonna go what about this song he's like no oh, hey he and let me tell you my that writer game and it should be the episode two it's uh paul gilmartin greg barrett and daniel koenig and they each like greg barrett did one joke writer and it was hilarious <laughs> and danielle did like very official with an intro and the band knee and then wow. paul gilmartin did a laundry list of disdain stuff yes, for sammy, hates and, sammy it went, and so it was three different approaches and it was hilarious and i was a little i'm always a little bit nervous about trying new games mm-hmm. i didn't even test that game i just threw it out there no you had uh you had a good crew to test it with yeah and it, it was great and like it poker in the zoom room uh gilmartin told me his rider uh-huh and i'm like he knows i like him so i'm like i'm laughing i'm like but in my head i'm like you know i like sammy <laughs> <laughs> I got look, I look at look at all the tequila I've gone That's through. True. Look at the rum bottles I've gone through. Come on. I think on it, not to spoil it, I think one of his writers is a bottle of tequila, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of good tequila, so not mine. Um Sean Cassidy has wine out right now. Yeah. And I just bought two bottles of that online. All right, how's it? It's called My First Crush. Um, I will tell you this. I uh when I email Sean Cassidy. He emails me back immediately. Oh, okay. And uh, I said, "Hey, congrats on the wine." And he said, "He said, hey, the the filthy little secret is, it's way underpriced because it's great." Oh, interesting. That's what he said. And he goes, "And we're selling out everywhere." And then I said, "I saw that you announced some shows. Are you going to do any shows in in uh, West Coast?" He goes, "Might have a show coming. I don't want to say where in case it doesn't happen." Mm-hmm. But he goes, "I might have a show coming up at this place in uh, November, December, and." If I if I do, I'll let you know so that you and Pilar can come. Because no, he was on Pilar's Canyon club. He was on uh, he was on Pilar's uh, podcast. Too. Oh, nice! Oh, that's great. So so great. He's the, he is literally the nicest guy. That's and that's the route. Go tequila or go wine if you're going to do alcohol. Some. What about rum? What about the beach Maybe bar rum? rum the rum's some... fantastic. It's the best rum I've ever had. All right, all right. But I'm, I'm, somebody tried to like introduce new vodka, and like, what do you do? Don't. <laughs> Don't. 
Oh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to name drop here, but I went to- What, what are the best vodkas? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Any vodka that's out now. But the what's big, the best one? Like, what's like, it really- uh, Grey Goose, maybe. Yes. Uh, Belvedere. Uh, you know. I feel like there's so many high-end vodkas. And they all taste basically the same. Right. They all taste the same. And I went to Elton John's Oscar party, and he had a vodka. Well, well, well. I know, I know. Look at me. And he had a vodka, and it was awful. <laughs> It, How it, do you fuck it up then? Because they're trying to. Oh well, we got absolute do a new twist. Absolute's great, and I think they have a couple: red label, blue label. Yeah, yeah. But they're trying. Oh, let's do a new twist. You don't do a new twist on right. vodka. You do vodka because it's it is what it is. And if, it was terrible. If you're a rock star, it should be like the the twist should be like out. And John should say, "There's a drop of my blood in it, <laughs> in the bottle." Yeah. Every bottle has a drop of my blood. Yeah. That's how I it should be. About that. All right. What's your next? Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Do you want another question or no? After this song. Okay. Um, sorry guys. I'm, uh, I got my phone with my list and, uh, Frank is not bothered. He's, he's not, he's, he's still, still alive. Homework. He's, I, hear, I, I, hope I he's can hear alive. him talking a little bit. We have noise canceling headphones on and I can hear your kid. <laughs> he's loud. <laughs> <laughs> he is loud. Oh, here we go. I don't, I don't know if, uh, how much you like this band, but this is the fleet foxes. And this is, if you love harmonies this from is 2020 too. So I, I definitely have never heard it. <laughs> this is the young man's game, young man's game. <laughs> just now getting in the groove of playing the songs and queuing them up and doing all this stuff. funny with a name like fleet foxes i thought that their sound would be different like it it conjures up uh, glam rock to me what oh what, interesting what genre is this oh yeah oh man they're i think they're they're, they're out of seattle they're very hippie they're very yeah. that's kind of upbeat for them they're they're very um harmony driven okay um their drummer originally mm-hmm. father john misty Oh, really? <laughs> this is how you know them. Yeah, Tillman. No, actually, I knew Fleet Foxes before, and then because I think they had one album out with Tillman, and then Tillman broke off and became Father John Misty. Who's Tillman? That's Father John Misty's real name. What's his real name? Whole name? Uh, Peter? No, not that's Peter Hummelman. Tillman. Why am I blanking on his name? What's wrong with Tillman? Why does he have to be Father John Misty? <laughs> Would you want your name associated with that arrogant act he puts on? I don't know. <laughs> oh, listener Tony Greathouse. Uh, uh, texted me the other day and said, I, I got a, this awesome Father John Misty album. Um, are you like me? And all one of your friends make fun of you for it. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the the answer is yes. Pretty much. Uh, okay, give me, a, give me a question. Let's do it. Uh, da, 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 Let's question da, it up. All right. Uh, oh, I didn't bring any hard ones. It's really hard. It's really... I think these are very difficult. It's really... You got them all right. It's hard to judge because... We know a lot about music, so it's mm. really hard to, and, and using game show philosophy, and I've worked on a few game shows in my day, you, you have to make them hard enough, boring, <laughs> hard enough so you can think, but easy enough so the players at home can rack up the points. Okay. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it's really hard to find. So right. I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this one. Um, because this is one of my favorite. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. I'm, I'm betting five, no matter what it five. is. Five. Here we go. Five, five with Mercury Blues. Mercury Blues. Gulp. Five points. Gulp. Not sure if he poached this idea off of anybody, 
but Jethro Tull's Ian Anderson made a killing in his side hustle by farming what? And what's the title of that? What's the category? Mercury Blues. Wow. Oh, oh. I've talked about this on this podcast, actually. Salmon? It is salmon. 36 points, buddy. I am up to 36. There you go. All right. I love it. All right. Did better than that when you were on the show, actually. I know. I know. (laughs) Well, there's pressure when you're playing against each other. I mean, I could have thought. How long could I have thought before you would have started to... Um, Count, I don't really give a, I don't really give a time frame mm-hmm. usually because it's usually filled with some sort of banter. So I mean, I'm going to tell you this: uh, this is an exclusive. Mm-hmm. I put in an application for a game show a couple weeks ago. Got called last week. Did a Zoom uh, audition, mm-hmm. and they told me I did great. I'm not going to tell you the game show. I'm going to tell you it's on NBC. Okay. Oh. And uh, and when when we were done and if, and look this is going to sound conceited but of course I did great of I know, course I know how to I know I I, I knew the questions I, I think right. I got all of them right but two and the one I didn't know but I just fucked up and we know how to we know how to do it we're personable we know how to, yeah, yeah you know so um when we were done she goes wow you did great and I go what would you have said if I didn't do great she said I would have said you did great <laughs> I said but she goes but you really did great right so um so they said they let me know in four to six weeks. I'll tell you later. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, you, I love to tell this story. You were on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. I was on Rock and Roll Jeopardy and I was on, uh, I was on Wheel of Fortune. I was on a show called Debt. I can get on the show. I just, I'm not, I just don't, I just don't win the show. I do fine, but right. I just don't win. I auditioned for Rock and Roll Jeopardy and I did great. And they called me and said, we're going to have you as an alternate. I said, an alternate? He's like, yeah, you swear a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was just going, right. oh, fuck. The Foo Fighters. God damn it. God damn it. The fuck fighters. No, the fucking fight. Uh, Chrissy Stratton was also on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. I don't know if she has a copy of her. I think she I'd like won, to see it. She? I'll have to ask her the next okay. time she's here. That's one of the reasons I ordered the uh, Sean Cassidy wine. That's my uh, that's my way to get her over here to oh, record yeah. so we can drink some of that Sean Cassidy booze. wine. Yeah. Get her with booze. All right. Here's some Ramones from 1977. The album's Leave Home. And this song is What's Your Game? And this sounds... Not punk at all, hmm. this song. But it still has that classic Ramon sound to yes. it with the oh yes, and it might be slowed down a little bit, but it's still still um, it's still Ramones. What? Um, who sent you that picture that you just showed me? We're not going to talk about it, but who sent you that picture? She did. Oh, okay. Is she going to do your show? Yeah, maybe. All right. Do you know Elaine Boozler? Uh, I don't know her personally. I've, I've worked with her a couple times. I told you she's her husband is was the manager of. The Doors. Oh, no, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So you could probably get her on your show. Oh, yeah. 
we uh, we follow each other. I've never met her. But I love her, but we follow each other on Twitter, and she's we've had like Twitter conversations, and uh, she's cool. I, I really, met her once. She she did a set at the Improv like two years ago. Uh, I, I met her before she went on. Yeah, to she was always one of my favorites. I she's, she like was her. a great great comic. She was. I don't know how much stand up she's doing anymore though. I don't either. She's, she's uh, they got rolling that, in that Seinfeld money. In that, what did she do on Seinfeld? She was a writer on Seinfeld. Really? I believe so. Who could I, I be confusing her? You're with? thinking of um, oh, it's not Elaine Boozler, but it's but it's it's that group of female of, of comics women out of the eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is her name? Oh, okay. I don't think it's Elaine. All right. You're you're probably thinking because there's a character Elaine, maybe that Elaine Booz. Maybe what I'm thinking what about right now is uh, I re- when I told her how much I loved her episodes of Seinfeld. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it wasn't her. Was she on an episode of Seinfeld? No, I thought she wrote for Seinfeld. Who am I thinking of? You might be right. You might be right. All right. But I don't. Uh, but I don't think you are. All right. Well, I'll, I'll Google it while we play my next game. All right. Uh, while, while we play uh, while we play my next song. Okay. You you want me to tell you what it is, or do you want since you're googling? Uh, it's it's to... is, is I believe it's uh, Rogue Wave. Right. It is, and the song right. is called Endgame. This is a band I don't know a lot about, but everything I've heard, I love. Two thousand four. We're at one hour and four minutes. This is when Christy tries to shut down the show. Seinfeld. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I beat Google. Thank you, Prevagen. <laughs> Did they say Endgame in the song title? In the song lyrics? Song's over, it's the end game. What's up? When you're trying to think of someone's name now and you uh-huh. can't think of it, how crazy does it drive you? Not a guy have my phone. I I try not to look it up. I try so hard not to look it up. It's oh, like it's terrible. No, man. I love it. People are like, oh, it's the conversation. Like, yeah, well, conversations used to be like this. Oh, oh, what's his name? Oh, and then you start to think of it for 30 minutes and you waste 30 minutes. But Just the it phone has allowed us to f- not retain stuff. Mm, maybe. Sh- Schmidt and I were trying to think of J- the actor J.K. Simmons the other day. Mm. We could not think of it. We could name movies he was in, characters he played, but we couldn't remember his name. And then Schmidt goes, I'll look it up. And I go, no, don't. Let's <laughs> wait. And then and then uh, he thought of it. Even- mm. He eventually go, J.K. Simmons. But I was like, oh, thank God. But um, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. I think it's good. I, I approve. I, oh, I, you like it? You like I, just looking at the phone? I, why not look it up? Why not look it up? It keeps the conversation moving. All right. The drummer of this band was in the Zoom room last year. His name's Phil Ehart. The band is Kansas. This is a song. Oh, I almost brought this. 19, play the game tonight? Yeah, I love this song. This is great. With uh, their new vocalist at the time, John Elefante. Still remember. I saw them on this tour. Cheap Trick opened. When the morning light what year was that? 82. Yeah. I just like this build right here. Hey, 
that takes me right back to being a kid and sneaking yep. in and watching MTV and that yep. really early MTV where they're playing this type of stuff. Yep. How oh, old are man. you in 1982? 12. 12. And I was 18. Okay. Yeah. Because in 84, I was 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. MTV at 12. You did have to sneak in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's such a good song. Such a good song. Didn't you see them at the Wiltern recently? In the last few Kansas? years? Kansas? Yeah. No, I have not seen them recently. Okay. It was, it was uh, last time I saw them was at the Universal Amphitheater. So that's a while ago. Oh, uh, that's a while ago. Yeah. I saw Tears for Fears at the Universal Amphitheater. That's because you say you know the guy and yet we can never get him on the uh, show. He doesn't like me. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> no is a strong word. All right. Where are we at? You up? Uh, did we, we've gone through three questions so oh, far. Okay. We got one more. Should we close it out? One more question? Yeah, you only have you only brought four, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, you brought four. Six. Okay, let's. Oh, okay, let's do no, another one. Right now. I, I I just grabbed a pile, and they're all super easy. That's okay. All right, well, let's do this one. This one shouldn't. This one. You ready? I'm gonna bet five. All right. The category is, uh oh, it's rap. Okay. All right. Who was the first hip hop act to appear on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine? I, I think I can hear Frank in the back. Got to be Run DMC. It is right? Run DMC. Oh my God! Look Forty-one at that. points. Come on, you're running the game. Forty-one you're points. Running the game. Love it. Hey, now we left Frank in there with a whole giant bag of tortilla chips. Yeah, we, you didn't want those, did you? <laughs> yeah, will he just will he just keep eating? I don't care. Probably, probably. Yeah, he's a big. He's as tall as your wife. That's crazy, right? My kid's nine. Your wife is what twenty-two? Uh, she's older than Frank. Okay. He's growing and she's shrinking. <laughs> All right, your next song is from the guy who sings for Roxy Music. I love Brian Ferry so much, and here is the name of the game. That could have been a title fight with ABBA. Yeah, there was a few title fights. Like Endgame, R.E.M.'s got a True. song called Endgame. Brian Ferry is ever in a pair of flip-flops, lying in a hammock, reading a Stephen King book. I always think he's dressed so well. Like living, he's like in a castle and he's always got like a cocktail in his hand. Oh, absolutely. But no flip-flops. He's always got a nice suit on and his hair's all done well, I think. Like people that are always dressed up. Like, can you even imagine like Paul F. Tompkins in like uh, cargo shorts (laughs) and a t-shirt? Like even at the house, I feel like he's sitting in an easy chair, but with a full suit on and a hat. Laying by the pool. A chapeau. Yeah. He doesn't, nah, he's, he's at the bar by the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He really with embraced a martini. the suits. He really embraced it. Yeah. What, what was his drink? His drink was Guinness, wasn't it? Wasn't he a big Guinness drinker? Is that what? I don't know. I, I think it was. Drink he was him. a big drink guy. Big drink guy. For I thought maybe he stopped drinking then. He might've, I mean, this was 20 years ago. I'm th- thinking. He stopped drinking and then he woke up and went, Oh my God, when did I buy all these suits? <laughs> Jesus, all this money in suits. 
here's a guy I've, I've wanted to have on the show, but there's no contact information on his website. And I did have his management's email address and they never answer me back. Never, never, never. And this is Chris Isaac with Wicked Game. Wait, don't you... What? Isn't David Wilde tight with him? Yeah, but I asked David Wilde for uh, for uh, some contact information oh. just recently and he gave it to me and... and um, it's going to work out. And okay, good. With you. With you. What a wicked game to play to make me feel this way. He's got a great voice. He does Very reminisce good, of Roy Orbison. Yes, he's uh, he's he's really good. And I used to not um, used to not care for him. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, where's that coming from? Why don't I like him? So then I picked up an album, and I really liked it. And I picked up another one. And another one, mm. and now I own them all. Physically. I saw physical. I saw him play at the House of Blues on Sunset Strip on New Year's Eve, and I was tripping on mushrooms. I bet it was great. It was horrible. That is not a place you want to trip on mushrooms. That's New Year's Eve. Sunset ever. Strip on New Year's Eve was a terrible idea on my part. Don't even remember the concert. So when that song was playing, I pulled out a CD of the person that David Wilde uh, gave me contact information for. It's big, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I actually wanted to say something, but I'm not going to. Yeah, don't say anything. All right. Because it'll jinx it. I know. I and it might anything. not happen. But if it does, it's it's pretty it's pretty I know, stellar. I know. Mick Jagger. Cannot. I was going <laughs> to say Janet Jackson. If <laughs> <laughs> it was Mick Jagger, that's impossible. I saw Mick Jagger in a restaurant once. Hello. I was so Hello, I would like to order something. <laughs> Fish and chips. Here's the deal. We were That's we're, how he talks, right? Yeah, yeah. We we're at a, a, a table and we we're it's like a two top. It was me and Mary, and we we're by by the door and Mick Jagger walked in. Oh my god. And it was I yell whispered. Like the the Sommelier was reading off the wine. Jagger. And I'm like, Mary, right behind you. <laughs> Mary. And he had some hottie twenty-two year old, and he couldn't get a table and left. Oh my god. But you have to uh you have to yell whisper when Mick Jagger he's used to it I know I know but still like I'm so there's something about star like that kind of rock royalty which I've never gotten starstruck in my life but him and I didn't even meet him and I got starstruck he was 20 feet away from me and I still got starstruck some guys are just so I mean like Paul McCartney is recognized everywhere he goes everywhere I mean without a doubt right absolutely 100% did you hear that new Mick Jagger song that he did with um Foo Fighters or yeah. Dave Grohl. I did. I, I I heard part of it on the in the car the other day. It sounded pretty good. I I think it's great. I'm going to play a little bit of it from okay. YouTube if that's okay with you. Pat, here it is. Pat, it's Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl. It's called Easy Sleazy. Yeah. 
I love it. I love it. I, I mean, think it's more of a Stone sounding song than it is a Foo Fighter sounding song. Oh, absolutely, it is. Well, it's mixed song, and then I and oh, okay. he just got Dave to play everything. And, oh, all right. and I, didn't know, I didn't know the. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a, it. it's definitely Mick, Mick, Mick. But uh, uh, yeah, I love that so much, man. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car. Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. Who's sure Is that you or me? Uh, let me see. I think it's you, but I got to check the list because, you know, we go off in a tangent. Yeah, I played then, Brian Ferry. Did you play something behind it? I played Wicked Game. Oh, right. And then we go back to you. All right. This is uh, somebody I've been getting into solo stuff recently. and may- I sent these albums to you. Oh, okay. Two, I wasn't sure. I was yeah. going to say it was either you or Inbags, and this is Steven Stills. And I've said this from the beginning underrated guitar player mm-hmm. nobody ever talks about how great of a guitar player steven stills is yeah true um and this is word game from steven stills two or dose it's queuing up all right by and by somebody usually go down to the ghetto try and help but they don't know why folks treat them cold And the rich keep getting richer And the rest of us just keep getting old You say one must have a mission In order to be a good Christian If you don't, you will be missing high mass For the evening show And the well-fed masters Reap the harvest of the polluted seeds they've sown Smug and self-righteous They bitch about people they own and you can't prove them wrong There's a goddamn show they know I have seen these things with my very own eyes And depending my body soul It must be too tough to die American propaganda Does he say word game or is this song just a word game? I think it's just a word game I've listened to his guitar playing over the words It's amazing The melody in the song isn't great But the guitar players the Guitar playing is fantastic how can you tell if someone's a good guitar player when they play acoustic or when they play an electric guitar? Uh, depends on what they're playing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, a really good guitar. I mean, Eddie Van Halen, if you listen to his stuff, even his acoustic stuff on those albums are fantastic, like Spanish Fly and stuff like that. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, it all depends. All right. Uh, Dave Matthews is a great guitar player, and I hate to admit that. Well, you know, there's... Uh, look, uh, John Mayer's a great guitar player. I don't <sighs> that's care like, for... That's like... God's biggest trick on all of us. He's fantastic. He's an amazing guitar player. He's a toolbox. And (laughs) he can't write a song to save his life. But listen to him jam with the dead. It's fantastic. I saw him do what, I want to say Voodoo Child or something one time. And I was like, ridiculous. I was like, oh shit. He lives right here in Calabasas. Get him on the show. What am I going to talk about? I hate him? Yeah. How much we don't like him? (laughs) Um, See, that's what I don't do. I can't have someone on the show that I don't like and pretend like I do. Oh, of course. Of course. You're not an asshole. But I bet a lot of people do. You think Mark Maron likes all those people he has on his show? Mark Maron doesn't even like himself. And that guy's on his own show every day. I know. know. Imagine having to talk to him every day. Speaking of the dead, and here's here for this episode every time you hear the name bagford take a drink because uh, you me and bagford are going to do a grateful dead episode yes i just haven't listened to those albums yet and uh once i do and pick my songs and you do and you pick your songs i'm gonna do a i'm looking forward to it grateful dead episode yeah i'm looking forward to it i rarely listen to their studio albums i listen to their live stuff 
How should we do it? Should we sit side by side together and then we look at Bagford on the Zoom? Oh, I was going to say, are we going to Ohio? Or are you at, <laughs> or are you at home and we're all on Zoom? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to think about it. I, I think it might be an unfair... Uh, we might have an unfair advantage if we're face-to-face. Because you do miss something on Zoom. You do lose something. Yeah. So maybe we go... Well, no, but I meant like you're here and I'm here and the Zoom... No, that's what I'm saying. So I think Backford has an unfair disadvantage because we're here face-to-face. Uh, okay. And there's a disconnect in Zoom. Probably so I, I think we should level Zoom. the playing field so everybody has that same disconnect. All right. Or Bagford, get on a plane. Yeah, come on, buddy. Two of us are out here. Right? Why would we fly to him? I mean, it's Ohio. We don't want to go to Ohio. Get on a plane. You yeah. can stay at my house. You can stay in the rock room. Yeah. Right there. Robert, not over there. That's where my kid's doing. No, no. In the work. rock room. That's on the couch. That's where Backford's sleeping? Yeah. And he can use the bathroom that's uh, down the street at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a song. I don't even remember this song. It's called Just a Game. It's the Monkees from an album called Instant Replay. And so I picked it and it's uh, it's interesting. Here we go. What era, What year are we looking at? 69. Okay. There's a way... There's a way for you and I If you'll just stay If you'll just stay To keep me hidden from the day And all its light That's covered up by night When you're away When you're away The image of your face is clear It is clear across the room And I am here Against the wall Afraid that it is all Just a game just a game that's played in fun, but not too real Not too real to take a chance on finding out You've really lost, I can't see you clearly All right, so well, you're, not giving, you're not giving me any time to that song. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving a lot of time to oh, it. Oh, I thought you were turning it off. Well, I was. It's uh, The song's only a minute, 50 seconds. Oh, okay. And, and we're at a minute already. <laughs> We've heard most of it. Were you being sarcastic? I thought you were turning it off. I am turning it off. Well, okay. So Mickey Dolenz has a new album coming out called Dolenz Sings Nesmith. And the album cover is reminiscent of the Nielsen Sings Newman mm-hmm. album cover. And so I reached out and his guy got back to me. He goes, thanks for getting back. Like we went back and forth. And he said, hi, Pat. Thanks for getting back to me. You are in the queue. I will circle back with you shortly. Okay, right. Then it was, uh, then it was a couple, it was like over a week. And I circled back again. He th- said, thanks. Be back to you shortly. And then... Uh, and so that's where we're at. But he, right. said, he said, I'm in the queue. Is that, that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mickey Dolan's got to live right over there. I, I, I saw him at the, uh, at the Woodland Hills uh, Home Depot once. Yeah, totally. He used to, his daughter was doing stand-up for a while. Yeah, I, have, um, I know people that like, know him. Like He comes to their house and has dinner. Yeah. And, and that person, and you know this person too, but I'm, I don't want to say her name. Michael Backford. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I think I think I'll get him on the show. Hopefully, yeah, I would I would be but, surprised if he didn't. All right, yeah, you, I think his daughter Amy, right? Amy Dolan. Yeah, she used to do stand up. He used to pop into to clubs. And one of his daughters has a woodworking uh, where she makes like wood furniture and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, he's part of that in some way. Maybe he helps out or not, but mm-hmm. he can promote woodworking. Whatever he wants, yeah, whatever to do. he wants to do. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about the monkeys. I want to talk about the monkeys. He doesn't want to talk about the monkeys. I don't know that he doesn't. My first question would be, what, what was it like to be a monkey? I bet Nesmith hates talking about the monkeys. Unless uh, he want to talk about how no one uses uh, liquid paper anymore. <laughs> Out of business, Nesmith. Talk Suck about it. his green beanie. <laughs> you got one more song. One Let's more song. It. What's the last song? What did I have? I, uh, it's uh, not a surf. No, it's not a surf. You know, I love not a surf. Who it's else a, likes them? All, all is a game. Carrie Scott. 
Oh yeah, Wait, did we pick the same? Didn't we talk about that on the wrap up? Yeah, album in review. Uh, yeah, that was a great review. album last year. That's a good prize, right? If you win, you get to be part of the uh, year in review episode. That is a good prize. I like that. That's a good prize. Always a game. Always a game. If the year in review episode this year is in person, I think I'm going to have to scale it down, scale it way down. You're not going to have 13 people again? No, nah, I'm thinking about me, Siegel, Christy, and Alexi. What do you think? Sounds fine. Would you listen Would you listen to that? No. <laughs> no it'll always be you, Siegel. Maybe it'll just be me, you, Siegel. It's just me and you. Me, you, Siegel, and Christy. Come on. Just me and you. But then Christy hasn't been out and about, so she hasn't Oh, Christy, heard, I'm sorry. Yes, of course, Christy. She hasn't heard any music uh, at Whole Foods. <laughs> She's so sweet. Maybe by the end of the year, she'll be she'll have been to Whole Foods. Oh, Pat. Pat! Pat. It's too long. Mm-hmm. She's been up at some national park for like months, it seems like. <laughs> Has she been kidnapped? Maybe. I don't know. I texted her to do my show, and she's like, I'm in blah, blah, blah. What's she doing up there? Just probably just trying hiding? to keep sane from everybody else. All right. Well, then you don't go up there with your husband and kids. You go up there by yourself. Maybe their family. Maybe that's where she finds her sanity. Maybe. Uh, give me another question. Uh, I, only have, I only have, use, I only have easy Give ones. me one more. Ow. I bet five points again. Oh. I could close it out with 46 points. All right. This is my best game I show appearance to, ever. I know. Seriously. Um, by the way, you did great on the game show. Yeah. I would tell you that. Not, on the, not on the game shows I was on. All right. Well, this, this is an example of a, a left turn on these questions. It's okay. an easy question, though. All get right. out of my dreams, get into my car is the topic. Oh, these are all Billy Ocean questions. How much are you willing to wager? I'm, I'm betting five. All right. So I can close it out with 46 points. A perfect hopefully. game. You're going to get a perfect game. In 1994, mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff's dreams of a successful pay-per-view concert were, were crushed when who got into their car and started a car chase watched by over 90 million people? <laughs> That's O.J. Simpson. <laughs> that is O.J. Simpson. <laughs> All right, 46 points. I told you it was easy. I told you that was an easy one. I just grabbed these. I didn't bring any of the difficult right. Don't ones. forget to sign the fronts of this. Oh, okay. How Good many morning. do you want me to sign? Sign, sign all, the, okay. all the cards. Like sign, you know, sign right under there right. or up top here, whatever you want to okay. do. Whatever you want to do. Uh, absolutely. I don't know what people would do with it. They might to frame it. Michael Bagford. They might frame it. He hasn't won in a while. He's on a, he, he used to win every week. Now he hasn't won at all. All right. My last song that we'll promote and then we'll do the play out is from Queen. It's my favorite Queen album from 1980. The Game. The album's called The Game. The song is called Play The Game.
right. That's it. That's all our game songs. We do have a playout song. I'll tell you what that is in a minute. This is uh this is perfect. We're at uh, one hour and twenty eight minutes. Excellent. I signed a bunch of those cards. Cool. This is going to be a Monday bonus episode. I actually think it's too good for a bonus episode. Oh, you're sweet, man. But you're I want sweet. to get it out there as quick as possible so the ASAP Club will get it later today. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, for the ASAP Club, today uh, I dropped a preview clip. You can get on my Facebook page and on Instagram. All right. Well, you that's for everybody. That's not just for the ASAP. Yeah, but oh, I'm just saying, I see what you're saying. Literally went I understand today. now. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Um, what the ASAP Club is, is that's a tier on the Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. That's the $5 tier. It's $5 a month, 60 bucks a year. You won't miss it. You can win prizes with that tier. You also will get the episodes soon after they're recorded and they will be ad free because now art 19 mm. puts two 60 minute ads within the show. So again, get these shows early and ad free. There's an episode I dropped uh, last week with John Lamoureux and the ASAP club, I think they got an extra half hour of, uh, of talk that, oh. that I took out of the show that posted for everyone else. That so would, that would be fantastic. If it wasn't John Lamoureux. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Phil Collins episode. I love Lamoureux. You know, I'm kidding. Home slice. I like well, him. He'll step on you. I know. Uh, so Murray, when, what is the, the debut? When does this drop? How, all right. Well, you, first of all, dropping one episode a week, one episode or, a week. Okay. First of all, for the ASE, ASAP club, I, I posted a clip on my Facebook page and on Instagram mm -hmm. at Murray V comedy. If somebody wants to share that within the next two days, I will pick a share and I will send them something. Excellent. Oh, there you go. And what is it? I don't know. Whatever Pat's going to give me before I leave. Oh my God. I don't know what I have. Give me one of those bobbleheads. Um, um no, that's a set. That's kiss. I guess we could kick Peter Chris out of the band. Yeah, totally. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> uh, I might have some, I might, I'll look, I might have something. All right. There will be giveaways and stuff as the uh, show goes on. But, um, so I have a, I started a YouTube page, Murray Valeriano, YouTube. Um, that's where the full episodes will be. I'm dropping clips of the games and stuff every day. So you can follow me at Murray V on Instagram and Instagram TV and, uh, Murray, I'm sorry, that's Murray V Comedy on Instagram, at Murray V on Twitter, and uh, Murray Valeriano Facebook page. And I will be uh, starting TikTok also. I'm very excited about me and 14-year-old girls. And so what day are these oh, shows going to drop? the actual show is, uh, the first episode will drop May 10th. Day of the week. What's the day of the Monday, week? Monday. And will they May always 10th. drop Mondays? Monday, always going to drop Mondays. Okay, cool. Let me double check. It's a great way to start your week. You're Absolutely. at work. And you can just, uh, you just plug into your computer and you watch that instead of doing your work. Absolutely. And they're only less than a half hour. They range anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. And that's how you wanted it. That's how I, want. I actually want it shorter, but everybody's so funny. Like, yeah, I don't want to, it's, it's hard to kill the, you don't want to kill the comedy. Yeah. I wanted it shorter, but then Pat wouldn't stop talking. Pat just wouldn't shut up. Um, um, and then I'm dropping clips every day. Um, questions, trivia questions, stuff like that from the shows every day on, uh, Instagram and Excellent. Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. All right. So here's where you can follow us and all this good stuff. First of all, also, hold on, sorry. Any kind of sharing or telling your friends about <laughs> it is more, I never do this. Like I never, I know it's a thing. It's, it's I, major stuff. You I have didn't do. I started my podcast before podcasting was a thing. So I didn't have to do it. And yeah. then now everything's so saturated. So a, I, I would appreciate it. I would be thankful if you guys shared and spread the word. Yeah. How's well, that? well, here at the show, there's still a behind the scenes team. We've got Kyle Hildreth and Daryl Asher and and uh, who else is doing artwork? Uh, David Harvey. 
you know, and uh, Jamie Whitlock. These mm-hmm. are the guys that do the Facebook artwork. So I always want to give a shout out to them. Absolutely. I don't have their Twitter handles in front of me, but find them and uh, follow them on Twitter. Also at Kyle Dotson Funny. Kyle makes all the promotional tiles that you see. These tiles that promote the Those guest episodes. Really good. And he, th- thank you. I think they really look classy. They yeah, really they look, look really good. I was really impressed. Very cool. And Kyle also puts together the one minute uh, teaser videos that mm-hmm. I've been showing. So follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. Also, currently, another member of the team is Lisa Solak. She is running the Instagram. You can follow her on Twitter at ALA005, ALA005. I don't know what it means. I'm going to have to ask her, but Lisa Solak is 80s doing 80s Lisa, I love her. 80s Lisa is what we call her. Throw her a follow. You can follow me at Pat, Fran- at Pat underscore Francis, but really follow the show at Rock Solid Show and go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. So with that, your game show is called For What It's Worth. For What It's Worth. So we're just going to go another Stephen Stills dip here with Buffalo Springfield. We're going to play For What It's Worth, mono version. Excellent. And thanks for driving out to my house and being one of the first to get back on the mic live. I'm so looking forward to doing it, and thanks for letting me... you. I, I give you shit sometimes about just, but you always let me come on and promote whenever I need to promote. And I really appreciate it. And you got here pretty quickly today for living so far away. Dude, I hit traffic for the first time in a year. It was you still crazy. got here in 32 minutes. I know, but still I was like, oh shit, traffic. Also leave me a fiver cause your kid ate a whole bag of chips. <laughs> here we go for what it's worth. Thanks, Murray. Thanks, Pat. Something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Being wrong, nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speak in their minds, are getting so much resistance from behind. Time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. For the heat, a thousand people in the street singing songs and carrying signs. Mostly say hooray for our side. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going on.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy pun. I should have more energy than that. Let's try it again. All right. Come on. Step it up, Pat. 